The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Empowering Your Soul with Lisa Willette. If you're ready to make personal changes in your life and the lives of those around you, get ready for an hour of encouragement, enlightened guests, and engaging stories. Now, here is your host, Lisa Boulette. Good afternoon, and welcome to Empowering Your Soul. I'm your host, Lisa Willette. Today is September 5th. We just got back from a Labor Day weekend, nice long weekend. I hope everybody had a great holiday. I have with me today on my show personal matchmaker and we're going to talk to her and I'm going to introduce her in just a moment. I wanted to just quickly touch base though. Um, Somebody sent me a confirmation email about a reading that I gave a couple weeks ago and I just wanted to read it because it was it just it was it was about two weeks ago and it's from Amanda from Georgia and she just says um, when you were reading the first card, I felt a touch on my shoulder before you said a message might come through with someone touching your shoulder. The second card was about visualization, clairvoyance, believing what you see. She said the night before she had a dream that her husband cheated on her and was involved in drugs. Of course, neither of those were true, but her ex-husband was. And on the third card, I mentioned letting go of the past. And she said to her, those cards touched her life and she perceived them as her angels letting her know that her fears of her ex or in the past and it's time to move on so she just said thanks for this great message or this great reading so thank you Amanda for uh, writing in and letting me know that and I'm sorry that I didn't get to read that last week Um, if anybody has any questions or concerns or comments or anything you want to send in feel free to email me lisa at comcast.net and i if if you have anything that you want to share with us i'd I'd love to be able to share it with the audience as well but today we have elaine saunders she's the owner and operator of dynamic introductions where she specializes on -on one-on-one personalized matchmaking in new hampshire And she can be reached at www.dynamicintroductions.com or www.datenh.com. And if you're tired of online dating, uh, this might be the thing for you. So I'm going to welcome to my show, Elaine. Welcome, Elaine. Thanks for being a guest with me today. Hi, Lisa. Thank you for having me. It's so exciting. I we've known each other for about a year now, and um, and I've done some professional work with you through your business. Um, so I I would love to be able to share with the audience some of the things that working with a professional matchmaker can do. And you're also a first date specialist too, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And you utilize in, intuition. You utilize like intuitive matchmaking, right? And at, at its best. Absolutely. Ever since I was a little girl, I always had some really strong intuition, and I've just. Uh, developed throughout the years with experience, a uh, little advice from my in- friends who are intuitive type people, um, get, I'm getting better and better at what I do from that. Excellent. So. Well, I know, I know you have a great, um, a great business going and we'll hope that if people are in the New England area and they're looking for, 
you know, personalized matchmaking, you know, after listening to the show, maybe you'll want to give Elena a, a call. So I'm going to ask, start with asking you a couple general questions about um, what you do. So just to share with the audience, how is working with a personal matchmaker like yourself, instead of looking online for love, empowering for a client? How does that help empower a client? Or um, somebody coming it's, to you? It's about taking control of your future, of your current life circumstances. It's the difference between letting things unfold. I mean, to a certain extent, you want to be one with the universe and have things unfold as they may. But we all know that God gave us free will as, as human beings. Very and true. we have choices. So it's about making a personal positive choice as opposed to making a personal choice to do nothing whereby you generally appreciate those results. Excellent. And and when you're online and you're looking, you're you're looking at lots of different pictures, but you're not getting, uh, you're you're getting a general bio. But you know, you have done. I'm I'm sure we'll get to this, but you've done more of a screening process. So working with you, somebody comes to you directly, it, they're going to be way a little bit better empowered because they're going to have somebody who's looking out for their best interest as well, right? Well, I believe the empowerment comes with truth, because what you're dealing with online is not always the truth. Exactly. In That's fact, true. very rarely there, is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a show called Catfish that was, you know, made just from experiences like that. So Exactly, yeah. exactly. We could talk all day about the, um, the pitfalls <laughs> of the lack of truth that comes yeah. with online dating. It's not to say that you couldn't or wouldn't. However, um, having lived in Las Vegas, Nevada for quite a few years, I'm a big fan of playing the odds in your favor. It's just yeah. logic. So I put a lot of logic, a lot of intuition, a lot of experience into helping people literally put the odds in their favor whereby they will meet somebody a lot more quickly and more efficiently than they would be just kind of, you know, throwing a dart into the dark on the Internet. It's crazy. Right. So those are some of the advantages of using a service like yours, that you have the one-on-one and the truthfulness that you can ascertain from working with the client, right? Right, right. There's accountability. There's personal. There's a personal involvement. There's a face-to-face there's the looking into one's eyes and soul before anybody gets to meet one of my clients. I've kind of done all that for them so that they know they're meeting with a legitimate person. Okay. And that was going to be one of my questions. Do you meet everyone in person, including potential matches? Absolutely. I never, ever, ever introduce somebody that I haven't had the benefit of meeting myself. Okay. Perfect. And we'll probably touch base a little bit more in depth on that, too. But I wanted to, before we get too far into this, I wanted to have you share with everybody how you got into the dating business. How did you start with this? Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, it was, um, you know, one of those things, fate, as it were. Um, Very unusual twist of fate and circumstances and, let's say, maybe coincidences in that I was... uh, once married to a man who I later divorced, uh, but going through the divorce process with him, um, the divorce of the relationship ending, um, he and I lived in New York. We relocated to Las Vegas, Nevada together as a family with my young, young son, very young son. He was like maybe two years old at the time, and, and, the, and the relationship was failing, and it was failing fast, and he was a business person. He had invested in businesses and ran businesses, and he was getting involved in a business, ironically, a dating service. Um, in Las Vegas, Nevada, not the typical dating service. It wasn't, you know, it was like a legitimate matchmaking okay. dating service. And he had little, not only did he didn't have little experience, he had zero experience, but it was a franchise and they offered him training to get the business off to a good start. And I asked if I would, 
or if I could get involved. It sounded very intriguing. It sounded like something I might have a knack for. But our relationship was so contentious, he basically gave me the, the stay out of my business line. Okay. You know, gave me the, you know, the thumbs down. So in the process of looking for a job, needing to make money to remove myself from the home, find a place on my own, get myself established, um, I decided to look for a job outside of my, my industry or my field, which is financial planning. And I just so ran across an ad in the paper. It literally said, love your job. And it was placed by Great Expectations Video Dating Service. All right. So I thought to myself, hmm, that sounds like his competitor. So being the competitive soul that I am, I said, well, <laughs> let me give me a call. Let me see what it's all about. And lo and behold, the man answered the phone and told me the jobs had been filled. But I was very persistent. I said, well, I'm going to call you back in two weeks. And I, I believe a job will be open for me at that time. And I did call him two weeks later. He granted me an interview and I explained to him my situation he felt I was overqualified for the job because it wasn't my, my background was, you know, high-level finance. And, um, but I asked him to please give me a chance, and he hired me. And um, lo and behold, I just found my niche, ran with it. It sounds and, like a, um, that sounds yeah, like a like, story of personal empowerment right there for you. Well, it was, it was kind of crazy because to this day, the running joke in my family is my first husband, lo and behold, you know, could have had that proverbial... V8, because I really took the, the business and I ran with it, and I really, really created a lot of success for that office in Las Vegas, and he ended up failing. Oops. <laughs> so it was kind of, I didn't, you know, it was, wasn't all about revenge, but you know what they say about success, right? Right. Uh, yes. <laughs> Better serve sweet? Is that how, how is that how it goes? Or is I that revenge? <laughs> it, it felt good at the time. Let's put it that way. I was happy to find a new career, and in the process, I found a new relationship, and it was just an awesome circumstance all the way around. I couldn't, couldn't ask for better, and it was just a, really something. I felt God was involved every step of the way. Okay. Well, that's very, again, sounds very empowering. And you credit, you credit the love of your late husband, whose passion for helping others soul connect as your inspiration to make matchmaking your life's work, right? Well, as it were, the man who answered that phone that day when I called that ad was uh, the one that I married, Tony Cadalis. Okay. He was from Nashua, New Hampshire. Um, first day I met him, we, we, there was definitely something there. We could both feel it. Um, you know, it wasn't about dating my, my coworkers, but, uh, there was an opportunity later down the road. We, we ended up falling in love. We think it might've been love at first sight, but you know, who's to say? And, uh, we did, we, we created a wonderful life together. Absolutely. That's, and now you're, now your business is based out of Nashua, New Hampshire. Yes. That's, this is the town where he grew up in. He okay. relocated to Las Vegas as I did, and we happened to meet in in Nevada, and um, we ended up coming back home to his hometown. I had always wanted to come back east to come home east. Okay. I always felt like I was more of an East Coast person, being from New York, and I felt being out in the desert on the West Coast just wasn't home. Just didn't so, feel like home to me. But now that you're based out of Nashville, New Hampshire, you have clients from the New England area that come to see you. They're from Massachusetts and from other states as well. Is that correct? Well, it's primarily the Merrimack Valley region. Um, I would say uh, within a driving distance of, let's say, 45 minutes from my home base now in Nashua. So, okay, and that, that does encompass, you know, nor, you know Mass, the, the uh, touching border towns of Massachusetts and around New, Nashua, New Hampshire. Right. 
All right. Well, that's so if people, again, are looking to get in touch with you, um, datenh.com or dynamicintroductions.com. So you can find out more information from her on her website. So let's let's get back to some of the questions that um, I think that people that are not familiar with a personal matchmaker would, would be interested in knowing. So what is the screening process? How are clients screened and interviewed by you? Well, I invite them to my office. The first... Um standard of qualification is um, I ask that you meet with me on in my office. Um, it keeps everybody local. If they're not able to make the, the trip to Nashua, New Hampshire, they probably can't date one of my clients because they're out of the realm of logistics um, or demographics and that, you know, geographically undesirable, let's say. Um, at that point, I meet with them face-to-face and I spend a good 60 or 90 minutes getting to know them, just like any would, anyone would get to know somebody on a first date basis. A lot of my clients are referrals from people that I know, so sometimes I get some good inside information from the referral um, who's referred them off to me. Um, but meeting somebody in person, getting a feeling for who they are, their energy, their personality, um, it, it has to be a really good match for me and that person to move forward to work together. If I don't feel it's a good match, if I don't feel I have anybody in existence in my current database to introduce them to, I would, I would turn them away. If, they don't, if they're not somewhat compatible or a good match to, to meet my current, um, then chances are they're not a good prospect. So I have to feel good about them all the way around. I have to feel that this person is somebody I would be happy and excited to introduce to, let's say, my own brother if he was right. single or my own cousin or myself. Okay. And you're using your and you're using your own intuition in the process. You're using your intuitive ability, excuse me, as well as your your business strengths and um, you know to, to move forward and make that decision. So that's that's great to know that you're you're really screening these people in depth. Um, when a client comes to see you, then do they like if you've already interviewed somebody, you think you have a potential match, and a new client comes to see you, do they get to see some sort of a profile or a bio or a photo of the person that you're going to introduce them to, or how does that work? I send a um, a brief introductory. It's it's by email or by phone if I have the time, or if they have the time, we could talk on the phone a little bit about the prospect, and I give them a general general information about that person before they meet them, so they're not in the woods and they're not totally in the dark. They have something to at least talk about there. Hobbies and interests, their general family dynamic, um, the town they live in, for example, what they do professionally, um, their personality, maybe touch on their personality a bit and, uh, and absolutely give them a description of how the person will appear so they know who to look for when they show up. Well, true, right. Yeah, is that the person in the red hat or the yellow, <laughs> the yellow right, shirt, right? right? So I always ask women, uh, potentially, I mean, I guess maybe I should ask the men too, but I always ask the ladies, do they habitually like to change their hairstyles or do they, do they typically stay blonde? Or, so I'm not telling a, a gentleman I'm introducing you to a blue-eyed blonde and she shows up, you know, a blue-eyed brunette. There you go. That would be that would be awkward. <laughs> yeah, and, and and it could happen. So it doesn't happen often, but so I think that goes hand in hand with one of our questions. We had a we had a listener um, write in to me. Desiree from Massachusetts asks. She says, after a first date, how do you move forward if one or one of you is not interested? So, uh, what would be the process? The process is they, the two people meet, and what they do is they report back to me. I ask them to kind of break away from the date, saying, you know, thank you, it was thank you for your time. It was very nice meeting you. Perhaps we'll meet again, 
and then contact me and let me know their feedback as to is it a yes or a no. It could be a maybe, but it's generally a pretty black and white yes or no. Yes, I want to see this person again. If there are two mutual yeses in this situation, it's real easy. It's, okay, great, green light, go. Contact each other. You're often running into the sunset. And if it's a no, I just ask for a little bit of feedback. Let me know why it's a no so that I can get to know you better and avoid those maybe little idiosyncrasies that you don't feel comfortable with in another human being to be with. So moving forward, I get to know better what your likes and dislikes are all about. So, and nobody gets hurt. It's, you know, it's on to the next one. So that sounds like it's empowering for the, the person that doesn't really feel the connection either. They don't have to worry about um, hurting the other person's feelings. Exactly. There's so many, so many people when they're dating, there's so much stress involved Meaning, do I ask, you know, do I ask, a lot of men ask women, you know, when can I see you again? And they have no sincere intention, but they say it because they don't want to make the other person feel bad. And then they go missing, and then the, the woman or, or the guy wonders, like, gee whiz, what did I do wrong? And they didn't do anything wrong. And there nothing, was just no connection. Yeah, just, but it's so hard to tell somebody, you know, to look them in the eye and say, you know what, I'm not feeling it with you. It's just, it's not a nice feeling. It's not a happy place to be. So I, I take all that unhappy, stressful dimension and, and kick to the curb and I do my job. That's my job. And people Absolutely. Are happy to, happy and you do it that. well. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, so the process that you use to introduce people to each other then, and I think you talked about this already, is one-on-one, you meet with somebody one-on-one and then you, you do a list of, would you say you spend about a half an hour or so with them? Um. You mean when somebody meets their person for the yeah, first the, time? Or? No, you, the process that you use to introduce people to each other, and I think you talked about this. I just wanted to make sure that we were clear on it, that okay. you you meet with people and then you have an idea in your head of somebody that you're going to match them up with because you've done an extensive interview with that other person, right? Correct, yeah. it's, it's, okay. it's by And then you email it. them? Yes, I email, uh, let's say I email Cindy and tell Cindy I have this great guy, Bill, I want to introduce her to. She says, oh, great, I want to meet him. Why wouldn't she? (laughs) She'll give me permission to give her contact information to him. So then I'll turn, in turn, email him and say, hey, I got this great gal named Cindy I want to introduce you to. This is what she's about, and here's her telephone number. Please contact her. And then it's up to the gentleman to contact the woman within 24 to 48 hours. Um, He would invite her out for coffee, lunch, or maybe after dinner drinks. Um, appetizers, something really casual, something that's not going to involve a great deal of expense or a great deal of preparation or time involvement. Meet them for coffee or lunch for, let's say, 60 minutes, 90 minutes, something like that, and then call it a day, get back with me, and let me know if they want to meet again. Well, that sounds perfect. And and you seem to have, you have a great database going there. You also, I know we're at, after the commercial break, we're going to take in just a moment, you're going to be sharing with us some of the events that you have going on too, which is a great way for people to meet as well too. Okay. Um, I think you just answered, actually, I think you answered one of the other questions. Derek from Connecticut had written in, where is the best place to take a first date you've met through a matchmaker? And I think you just answered that. Um, right. You were saying coffee or a quick, uh, you were saying kind of like a quick date? Right. Yeah, I think it takes, it, it's, it's an awful lot of pressure to plan like a Friday or Saturday night expensive dinner. Who's going to pick up the bill? You know, what it, you know, what if he doesn't, you know, pick up the bill and I can't afford it or, you know, just all this, all these crazy little concerns. 
um, I'd rather put them aside just so you could figure out if you like each other. Keep it simple. Okay. To begin now, with. do you, do you do, and I don't know if you do or not, do you suggest to your dates that they go half and half? Or when you're telling you, when you're setting up a date, do you suggest to the man that he pays for the date? Or do you suggest, do you make a suggestion like that at all? Or you just leave it up to the personal oh, yeah. couple? Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm kind of old school, traditional. Um, I know how women feel um, about a first date. It should be, it's, it's part of the program. I tell the gentleman, hey, you know, you're, you're going to pay for the coffee. I don't want okay. this negotiated. I, it, you know, splitting it, yeah, maybe that's, you know, the, the, the wave that is, is what now exists. But the wave that now exists is a lot of unhappiness. So let's go back to what made people happy. Absolutely. Be a man, be a woman. All right. Well, we're going to stop here for just a moment. We're going to take a commercial break. If you'd like to call in and ask questions, feel free to call in our line at 866-472-5795 if you have questions for myself or Elaine. And we're going to come right back shortly after the commercial break. So stay tuned. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Lisa Ouellette is honored to assist you as you move forward from imprisonment to empowerment. Individual intuitive sessions are available in person, by telephone, or via Skype. Visit www.lisawillette.com. While there, you can also find information about one-hour and half-hour Reiki sessions, life coaching, and tuning into your intuition classes. These classes will help you learn to trust your intuition and tune into yourself more easily. Mention that you heard about us on Empowering Your Soul and receive 10% off your next session. Visit lisawillette.com today. We all hold a spiritual database, as it were, within our hearts and souls. But at times, it can be difficult to access this resource. On Akashic Therapy, unlock the records of your soul. Host Amanda Romania will help you to tap into this valuable part of our subconscious. Once you've done this, you can open up your life to a far greater happiness like you've never experienced before. Become a messenger for change and a higher purpose. Tune in to Akashic Therapy, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Listening to Empowering Your Soul. To reach Lisa Willette, you may send an email to Lisa Willette at Comcast.net. That's Lisa Willette at Comcast.net. Now, back to Empowering Your Soul. If you're just tuning in now, welcome back to Empowering Your Soul. I'm your host, Lisa Willette. Today, we're doing a show on personal matchmaking and the differences between online dating and personal matchmaking. If um, I just gave out the number before the break, but if you'd like to call in, you could certainly call in at 1-866-472-5795. We're here to answer your questions. And uh, also... If you were not able to listen to this show live, we're doing it live, you could also 
listen to the rebroadcast on iTunes or you could download the Voice America or Stitcher app and you can listen at your leisure any other time you'd like. If you go to my host page on the Voice America website, there's links to the side where you can follow me on Twitter or Facebook. You can catch the shows directly from my website, www.lisawillette.com. Many ways to listen in, and hopefully you're getting some good information today. If you're a single person and looking to try a personal matchmaker, welcome back, Elaine. We're still going to continue talking about how personal matchmaking is uh, more empowering for than online dating. So welcome back again. Thank you. <laughs> We were talking before the commercial break about um, you were saying how you believe, a, you know, your personal opinion is that the man should pay for the date or should make a make a responsible choice about, you know, kind of stepping well, up, right? I hope I don't get too beat up for that one. Um, I know some women, they feel like, well, I don't I don't want to feel obligated, so I want to pay my part. Right. But the reason why I do that is because it is going to be a really inexpensive, casual meeting. It shouldn't cost the gentleman more than $20, really. I mean, ideally, something really inexpensive. And I just don't want it negotiated on a first date. I just don't. And, and a lot of women do take offense if the guy will take half or even asks or will accept half on a first date. Some people are really, really old-fashioned. Um, I'm somewhat old-fashioned. On a, on a first Me date, too. if a guy can't pick up a $20 tab, I mean, you know, I don't know. It's happened to me as well, too, so I'm right there with you. I agree. (laughs) Well, I went on a date, and not only did the guy, um, you know, accept half, he didn't give me change. I ended up paying more than the dinner. I I ended up paying more than half the dinner, and he ended up going home with leftovers, and I ate a fraction of what he ate. So I did the math and said, boy, oh, boy, really? So Uh, it... You know, I just want to avoid that insanity. If we yeah, can. no, I, I'm right there with you. Years ago, I had a similar experience, and um, I wasn't expecting to pay for the date, and I ate like a third of what my date did as well. And um, when I came back from the bathroom, he he had the bill in front of him, and he told me what my portion was, and I told him I didn't have any cash on me, Oops. and um, he said that's okay, you can pay with a credit card. <laughs> So oh my I God. ended up putting the bill on the credit card and he gave me cash and we did, I, I think he split the bill in half and I was just so dumbfounded and I'm usually very outspoken, but I just didn't know what to say. Well, I, I had like, a, a wow. woman come to me. This is an interesting story if I could interject this one. Yeah. Um, she had dated a gentleman she had met from an online uh, dating service and I guess the dating went on for about five or six dates and she decided he wasn't the one for her. And not only did he become hostile about her not wanting to see him, he insisted that she repay him for the dates. <laughs> I'm not wow. joking. This is a for real story. Wanted him, yeah. Pay, pay me back for the dates. You, you led me on. He insisted that he pay each and every time. He would not allow her to pay. I hope she didn't do this. I hope she didn't pay. <laughs> You know, I, I think I stopped hearing after she said that, but I was just so in, in shock and awe that anybody would have the audacity to ask a woman to pay her him back for the dates that he had taken so, her out on. So exactly, that would not happen. That would no, not it, not. Right. I can guarantee. Well, that's what I I'm would saying, pay before somebody person. would do. Right, another my per- service. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. I was just going to say, this is another personal example, another great example of why you should go to a personal matchmaker, because Elaine would never make that happen. And I think that's what you were saying. We were talking over each other, but absolutely. Right. Definitely. You would not allow that. So. No, that, that, that would never happen in, in my world here. 
<laughs> so how can you, is there, a, is there a minimum or a maximum number of matches that a person can receive from you when they come see you? Well, you know, it depends what I negotiate with that person. Some people, you know, they feel like, okay, I, you know, if this doesn't work in three dates, uh, you know, I don't want to make any more of an investment in it. I prefer to work with people who have the mindset that it's going to work unequivocally. They have complete faith enough to say, let's do this until it works. Because as long as you're single, you're single. And I'm, as long as you're a good single person, I'm going to work with you until you've been situated in a relationship with somebody that you like. So instead of limiting the number of introductions, because I can never, I mean, I, you know, maybe you could with the, I don't have a crystal ball. I mean, I'm intuitive, but I'm not that good. I'm good, but not that good. If I was that good, I could charge exorbitant fees and just have one person go out on one date and they'd be done. But that's typically not the deal. Um, So I do like to leave it open-ended, give somebody an opportunity to meet as many people as humanly possible as it takes. Statistically speaking, once you start working with me, Chances are, and this is a hardcore statistic, that 90% of the people I work with are no longer in need of my services within a year. I oh, mean, that's it awesome. could be in the that's first great. month. I mean, a man I just in- introduced to a gal recently, it was his very first date. She had five dates and was becoming frustrated. She thought it should have happened in the first or second date. And I, I had to remind her, you know, hey, Lisa, this is not something. Her name was Lisa, too, by the way. Yeah. Um, you know, I can't promise in first, second, third meeting, but I could tell you, like I said, within a year. And sure enough, it's only been six months since she met her guy. You know, it just so happened that he didn't walk through my door to meet her until she was six months into it. Or six right. Into and sometimes it or the, the universe has a timing issue. You know, you're not ready to re- meet that right person until right. the spirit or the universe decides that you are at a place in your life where you're ready to meet that person. And then they'll intervene and figure out a way, you know, through a personal matchmaker or whatever to right. get the two of you together. So and it's they kind of use you as a I, tool. Yeah. And I find the people that are, are the, the most enthusiastic about getting involved, they, the ones who have the least amount of hesitation, oddly enough, are the ones that seem to be more quickly matched up. So the ones that really beat themselves up and think like, oh, should I or shouldn't I? I don't know, blah, blah, blah money, money, you know, they worry about the investment part or whatever it is, those are the ones that have self-doubt in the process and uh, in general, just doubt in general, and that, I think, sends out a vibe into the universe, which means, you know, the ones that are more confident and more sold on the idea, so to speak, are the ones that reap the benefits from it more quickly. It's really strange how that works. Well, I mean, it's kind of like the law of attraction, don't you think, maybe? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and I see that, and I try to guide people and and coach them into that mindset, you know, and some people are more easily coached than others. Or, but, um, or the people that have specific criteria and, you know, are only looking to date um, a particular age range or a particular hairstyle or height, or weight, man. you know, yeah. what eye and, and color, that, whatever. Right. And I, and I give that to everybody. We're all individuals. Thank God we're all different. You know, the world would be so boring if we were all the same. So if somebody has a preference for, you know, hey, I'm a diehard Patriots fan. I only want to date guys that are going to want to come with me to, to see the Patriots. You know, I, I endorse that. I, I feel like, you know, if it's that much a part of your soul and your being, then, yeah, that's an important part of your relationship right. um, future. So, you know, even more so you need a matchmaker because, let's face it, now you're even more specific for what you're looking for. And now you have several eyes looking instead of just one set of eyes looking. 
for the guy. <laughs> this is true. So what what would, what are some of the reasons that a person comes to a personal matchmaker as opposed to going to online dating or have they've tried online dating, you know? What? Well, you know, the the online dating thing, if that, I, I think 90% of the people that I, that I deal with have given it a try, have given it a solid try and have felt very discouraged by it. And, and it's amazing. These are great people. I mean, these are people that are, you know, successful in their own right in every which way, shape, and form. You know, their health is optimal because they take care of themselves. They're intelligent. They're uh, better educated than, I mean, my clients are all better educated. Most of them... Um, you know, live healthy lifestyles, um, you know, if not all of them. They're just healthy mindset, healthy healthy living. And uh, it's hard to go into a pond where you don't know who's, who's not well and determine from a picture and a profile that's insincere to begin with and is right. totally riddled with minefields of false falsifications to try to make something come of that to a healthy relationship. It's just... Uh, it's just, it's just too. So people basically that work with me, they don't have any patience for it, nor do they, they, they don't want to sell themselves short. They know they deserve better. They know they want better. You know, they might have given it a good solid try. It didn't happen. And, you know, their, their time is better spent focusing on their health and their profession and their family than right. finding a mate. So they kind of like leave it to me. I'm like a friend who says, you know what? Look at all these single people I know. Let me, let me take care of it. I'll introduce you. You you go about your business and and I'll and I'll be the one who who pursues this for you. That's and, great. And, well, and that kind of go ahead. I was going to say, and I think the really cool thing is when when you're online dating, you're sitting across the table from somebody, and I I know for myself because I've even experienced it. I'm thinking, who do I know that knows this person? Do I know anybody on earth that knows this person who could reassure me that this person's name is really Larry? <laughs> right. I mean, seriously. So here. When two people meet through me, they know that Elaine knows the other person enough to say, you know what, if, if, if Elaine hasn't weeded them out, you know, at least I know somebody I could talk to and say, hey, you know, what's up with Larry? I know, you know, where did you meet Larry? How do you know Larry? Um, you know, they could pick my brain and find out, you know, not personal confidential information, but general important information like, are you sure, you know, does Larry smoke? No, he doesn't smoke. But I've had experiences with men online who've, who've said they're blatantly non-smokers, uh, told me they quit when I first met them. And on the second date, I could smell it from a mile away. And when I confronted them, you know, the truth came out. That was a yeah. big waste of time. I had I that issue that. with alcohol. Somebody yeah. told me that they weren't a big drinker. And when we went on our first date, you know, one beer. And then the, <laughs> the next date, you know, like, I think they exactly. downed a half a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> exactly. So. And I get feedback from my clients. So, you know, if I have uh, Sally, Sue, and Mary going out with Larry and, and Larry smelling like a cigarette, guess what? Yeah. You know, he's, he's not going to be able to do this. So people well, don't go forward with me knowing that they're going to be found out if they're... If they're better off off hiding behind the screen, let them hide behind the screen and pretend to be whoever. If you're not going to be sincere, then there's no point in going through a personal matchmaker because no. you're, you're going to weed them out. Yeah, one of these days, one of these days, I'm going to write my book. I don't know what it's going to be called. Maybe the the horror stories of online dating through the eyes of a psychic medium or something like that. But I'll tell you, there's I I wouldn't do online dating again at this point in my life. So you know, definitely something that um, personal matchmaking is the way to go if you're if you're going to move forward and you're going to 
if you're going to date and you want to date healthy and like, like Elaine just said, you want somebody that can have accountability for you and they've met the person. That's a scary thing nowadays, you know, to be sitting across from somebody and not knowing what their, their, they could be a sociopath, you know, you just don't know. It is scary. It's very yeah. scary. So how do you, how would you say that you find most people that you work with? How, where do you find the, you know, your, your, your matches? They come to you. Do you go to them? Do you seek them out? Um, it generally, it's funny because I had um, a woman I met this morning and she was telling me about, you know, she knows what I do and she has a friend that she thinks would really benefit from, from talking to me or going to one of my events. And uh, she said, but her friend keeps telling her, that's okay. I'm good. I'm good. And I said, you know, if she's so good, where's her boyfriend? You know, yeah. she's not so good. So I think people, to refer me out, people hesitate. They might take my card. Um, I've had people tell me they've held on to my, car, my card for a year before they picked up the phone. It's like they have to go through four seasons alone yep. before they realize the year has passed and they're still alone before they call me. So really, most of my clients I've reached out towards, and I, and I essentially recruit. I'm a recruiter. I go out and okay. I do a lot of networking. Um, I'm always asking questions. Who do you know? Who do you know? Can I give them a call? What's their number? What's their email address? How do I get a hold of them? How do I stumble into them? You know, even by chance. A lot of people I meet just by chance. And, um, and the next thing you know, I'm like, hmm, I have somebody that I think might be good for you. Would you be open to talking to me about it? And most people are open to at least talking. And one we're very sociable too, so I, I could see that really? you would have an openness with people. They'd be <laughs> they'd be willing to share with you. <laughs> a little. <laughs> you have a nice you know, infectious laugh. I guess laugh I know the too. right answers to the, the right questions to ask. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, well, you're a lot of fun, so I can see your your laugh is infectious too. Do you have any specific examples or any examples of specific success stories um, or or marriages you can share with us? No, you don't have to name names, but have you? You no. know, do people get back to you about? We, um, we could do we could do a couple of shows on those, but uh, really? it's funny. I was, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have stories. We only, have, we only have two minutes before commercial break, so we don't have that much oh, time. Oh <laughs> shoot! Oh my god! Well, my one of my favorites is is involves you. I would like to bring it up because it involves you. Um, I invited you to do a workshop at my office um, about connecting and love connections or love readings or. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you remember that. Um, it was yeah. the first time you and I had met or worked together. And uh, a dear friend, a very dear close friend of mine, um, came along for a reading. And a gentleman came along just to see who was going to show up for readings. Right. Funny guy. Really, really kind of funny guy. And I would never really initially have put them together because he was very hesitant to do the matchmaking, telling he's not ready for a relationship. Well, as time progressed, um, I had another event and another event. And they both would show up and they both got to know each other and the next thing you know they're dating each other and they're in a relationship so you know it wasn't through a uh, a matchmake per se or an introduction per se but my events is something I'd like to maybe if we have time to talk about oh we're going to talk about that after we come back from commercial yeah, break well, absolutely that, yeah definitely going to talk about that story, and I know yeah. the story that you're talking about too and you I actually I can't remember if that was predicted or not but I think that I think that's going to be a great match for them I hope that continues to work out yeah it is <laughs> so absolutely. we are going to take a break right at this moment and we are going to go to commercial break and stay tuned we will be back in just a moment or two The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Lisa Ouellette is honored to assist you as you move forward from imprisonment to empowerment. 
Individual intuitive sessions are available in person, by telephone, or via Skype. Visit www.lisawillette.com. While there, you can also find information about one-hour and half-hour Reiki sessions, life coaching, and tuning into your intuition classes. These classes will help you learn to trust your intuition and tune into yourself more easily. Mention that you heard about us on Empowering Your Soul and receive 10% off your next session. Visit lisawillette.com today. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. visionary be extraordinary be the change this is the seventh wave channel on the voice america network you are listening to empowering your soul to reach lisa willette you may send an email to lisa willette at comcast.net that's lisa willette at comcast.net now back to empowering your soul welcome back to empowering your soul if you're just tuning in now i am your host lisa willett and today i have with me elaine saunders of dynamic introductions she's a personal matchmaker and right before the commercial break we were talking about specific stories and she was sharing a story about a couple who um i I read for this lady and the man was there at an event but not to get a reading and um, they met socially at different events outside we're going to continue to talk about some other events that elaine has but during the commercial break elaine and i were just chatting and i wanted her to share something else with you. So, Elaine, what, what is it that you were just saying? Um, well, the reason why I named the company Dynamic Introductions is because I felt that um, I wanted it to be about not just one way to meet. Like, I worked for the video dating company, um, and it was interesting because they had done their profiles and their videos, and, and the clients were left to their own devices to, to select each other to go out with, kind of much like online dating. You select somebody, they say yes or no to meet you, um, but I felt that having that third person or that common person in, in, to make an introduction um, and through friends and through situations to make it happen, um, in other words, not just left to fate, but to um, be, in a, be in a group in a, or a social setting where you get to know people in a more, maybe a more passive way. Um, I think people these days are really, really, you know, kind of married to their their devices, their their iPads and, and their their iPhones, and they're not making any human connections. So my job, how I feel, is I want to get the job done, whatever it takes, whether it takes going to speed dating events, whether it takes going to kayaking, whether it takes me introducing you personally, whatever it takes, I want that relationship to happen for you. So it's about not limiting your options. Okay, so that's where Dynamic Introductions comes in. Right, right. So, Dor... Oh, I'm naming names. Yeah, no, the door. The door. Doreen, I was going to say. Oh. I didn't want to use names, but how many people out there know who I'm talking about? I don't know. Hopefully just you and I. Uh, (laughs) um, She would have met her boyfriend if it wasn't for, you know, something that uh, we promoted, you know, through the the service. 
for the company. Right. Now, yeah, that's a fantastic thing. She, she, you know, I, well, good for her. I'm happy for her. Um, I, I do want to touch base real quick about some of the events that you have had in the past and some of them that you have coming up. You want to share with us, you know, oh, some okay. of the events? I know you do speed dating. What else? Yeah, what else? you know, I, I think maybe I'd like to mention that I have a meetup group. Um, okay. If, if you're not familiar with meetup, it's, it's, a, it's a social media um, organized uh, online way to get involved in different groups who have their own specific purpose. So there could be a, a hiking group or a biking group. And I think you even have a meetup, right? What's your we do, meetup? yeah. Greater Manchester Holistic Meetup is ours. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So I have a, a single And yours group, is Dynamic Introductions? Exactly. It's called okay. Dynamic Introductions Meetup. It's um, essentially free to join. I have uh, well over 700 people who've gotten involved. And what that does is they, it gives singles an ability to check in on a calendar basis to see what's going on around town that they might get involved in where they might be able to find other singles, you know, close to their same age or with similar hobbies or interests. So my Dynamic uh, Introductions Meetup has had um, over 400 events um, for people to attend over the last couple of years. And through that, we've had people um, go to live music events and concerts. Um, We've had kayaking trips. We've had hiking, karaoke roller skating, picnics, cooking classes. Um, We had you, obviously. That was great. Um, Love readings. Um, We've done fundraisers. Um, Our most recent fundraiser was a bachelor and bachelorette auction to benefit the Michael J. Fox Foundation. That's right. And when Kathy Kathy Bailey-Smith was on the show, she talked about that a little bit as well. Yeah, she was was a bachelorette. And uh, it was great. We raised a lot of money for a great cause, and it was a great way for singles to come out and have a lot of fun. You know, a lot of time I tell people just have fun. So that's what what this is about. It's meeting people and having fun in the process. Life is too short to wait for fun to happen. You have to make your own fun. So I've created an avenue for people to jump on board my my bandwagon. So you definitely are a lot of fun. I've been to some of your speed dating events. You know, you've asked me to come to some of them. And um, I I have to admit, I was kind of hesitant the first time. But I've met some amazing people, um, men and women alike. So I've made some, I've met some nice men through there. And and I've made some really good women friends because a lot of the women, you know, I've met several women over the course of the time, you know, and we chat and talk, whatever. So it's a great way to meet people. Absolutely. And clients, too. I mean, people in business, it's a great way to network. It's just a networking Mm -hmm. opportunity in every which way, shape, or form. Um, I can't can't see any reason why anybody who isn't interested in meeting new people would not want to go, unless, of course, they're married or in a relationship. Right, Um, right. That doesn't fly well. But um, (laughs) I do have two coming up I'd like to mention. I have one on September 29th. And that's going to be at Margaritas in um, Salem, New Hampshire. And that's for people that are 50 years of age and older. And the other one I have is on October 1st. And that's going to be in Nashua at the arena. And that's going to be for two age groups, 30 to 40 and 40 to 50. And it's a great way to get out. There's always free food there and, and, and you know, cash cocktails available. It's a, a fun party atmosphere. Um, a lot of people go and they meet great people. I've been doing it for three years now. And, um, you know, I'm starting to hear about the marriages and the couples that That's have fun. Yeah. Um, these two speed dating events in particular are going to um, go for a great cause uh, for the Making Strides Against Breast Cancer. Um, I have a friend who's heavily involved with that. And um, I've promised, promised to donate all the proceeds from those events to oh, that's amazing. that cause. So you can meet somebody wonderful and, and be helping out a great cause at the same time. Great. 
that's a, that's a very positive, that's nice Yeah, it's to a do. blessing. It's a blessing. I mean, what better way to say, you know, you met your future husband or your boyfriend. <laughs> At a fundraiser. While helping somebody, you know, kick, kick a bad disease down, you know. Absolutely. So, so for listeners out there, if you're in the New England area or southern New Hampshire area, I guess, and maybe a 45-mile or 45-minute radius, I guess, of Nashua, um, first date specialist, professional matchmaker, Elaine Saunders of Dynamic Introductions. Again, a couple of places you can reach her at. Like she just said, she has a meetup, Dynamic Introductions meetup. Her website, www.dynamicintroductions.com or datenh.com. Either one of those places are how you could get hold of her to find out more information. Or if you're if you're tired of online dating and there are plenty of fish in that pond, but they're not emotionally available to you, check out Elaine and, um, you know, look into personal matchmaking with her. So, Elaine, I'm, at this time, I'm, I'm thank you so much for being on the show. And, I um, appreciate you having me. Thank you so much yeah. for having me. It was, was really, fun, really great. Lisa. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna do my card reading at the end of the week and introduce next week's guest. But um, thank you so much. I, I hope that the listeners got a lot of information from you. I and, hope so and too. Yeah. So all right. So we are gonna start for the week of the card reading. Now will be for September seventh to September thirteenth. I'm going to use today. I decided to use my Healing with the Fairies card, Story and Virtues deck. I'm gonna shuffle the cards for a quick moment here. See what we get. Let's see. All right. I'll just pull three cards. First card I get is Inner Child. Second card I got was Quiet Time. And the third card is Miracle Healing. Hmm. I'm, start, I'm seeing a theme here. I, I know for the last couple weeks, it seems like the theme has been kind of letting go and, and releasing and walking through fears and things. Th- this time, what I'm feeling like for this week ahead, it's all about taking care of ourselves and um, trusting a little bit more and maybe kind of going within. So the card for inner child, um, have, if you've been feeling neglected or unappreciated lately, it, it's like our inner child within each one of us. It needs nurturing. It, also, I think the card is telling us to have patience with ourselves as we're, we're growing and learning and maturing each and every day on our, at our own pace, not to feel pressure from ourselves. If we ignore, sorry, if we ignore our, our daily care, our own daily care and attention to ourselves, then that's going to leave us feeling like things aren't right. So the card is saying to take some time now to really, to really love yourself, nurture that inner child, hug yourself, tell yourself, I love you. Um, this is funny because I was just telling a friend this last night I was on the phone with a friend and I was saying that we should stand in front of the mirror each day for a week and say three positive things about how much we love ourselves so you know I was just saying that last night and now the card get this card and I'm getting that message again so everybody listeners out there Tell yourself three positive things about yourself every day. Look yourself in the mirror. Get out. Have some fun. Play. Do something childlike, something that gives you pleasure. You know, tell a silly joke. Play with your kids or your grandkids. Get on the floor. Get those Legos out or Barbies or whatever. Have some more fun, you know. Stop taking things so seriously. They want you to just, you know, nurture that inner child. The second card quiet time is telling us that we need some some alone time some quiet time to process all the external things that we have going on in our lives and I know everybody has stress and stress can overload our systems this this card is here to tell me right now that it's it's a warning to make sure that we honor our body and our soul and it's it's guiding us to do you know do what it takes do what your body needs. Listen, listen to that. Go within. Take time to meditate. 
turn off your phone, turn it off just for an hour a day. You don't have to turn it off completely. Put a do not disturb sign on your door. If you're working and you're in an office environment, you know, put that sign up that you need an hour. If you're, if you're home and you're able to take an afternoon nap, if you can, who doesn't love that? You know, take a relaxing bath or go for a nice long walk with some headphones on, maybe with some nice music to just relax you, you know, just clear your mind, read a book. If you're, if you can go outside in a nice comfy chair outside in the sun or cozied up on the couch, you know, you get the idea. Just do something that that allows you to be quiet. It's the affirmation for this card is I now give my mind or myself permission to be silent within and without. My mind is a quiet place and I enjoy my own company. And then the last card is miracle healing. And this card is here to tell us, it, it asks us, have you heard your your progress you know do you know that things things are being I'm sorry it's saying like things are being handled behind the scenes so heaven heaven is hearing your messages and and even though you can't see the results yet there's a miracle healing happening in spirit your situation it's already been resolved and it's being healed in a truth situation so kind of let go say say to the universe say to spirit whoever you believe in say out loud or in your head that you're tired of thinking about this issue and you don't want to deal with it any longer give your entire problem to whatever higher power you believe in, feel gratitude, feel, feel appreciative, you know, use that attitude of gratitude, um, give your entri- entire problem to, to God, to heaven, to the universe, and, and just be open to a creative solution, a creative situation. So you got inner child, quiet time, and miracle healing. So if you can have some more fun, go within, just kind of be quiet and, and let go and believe that any situation that you have that's troubling you will be resolved. They want you to have more fun in your life and, you know, play with kids or be childlike alone and, and just kind of do something for yourself that your soul needs, nurture yourself. And I think that'll help you with your, with your healing. So that's the card reading for this week for the 7th to the, the 13th. And next week we're going to have on our show. Next week it'll be an interesting show. I have guests that used to have their own show on Voice America. They are, um, it's going to be a show on animal totems, spirit and animal totems. It's Pat Nelson and Bryce Korzanowski and um, from Illuminating You. They're in Canada and they're going to be talking with us or with me about the differences between totem animals and spirit animals. And if you've ever wondered if you have a specific totem animal that guides you in making decisions or if, you know, we've had one with you from birth or what specific names of, not names, but specific animals mean for you on your journey, then they're going to be here with us to just kind of answer those questions. Again, feel free to call in. It'll be the same call-in number that I gave you before. You can email me questions for our guests at one 472 will be the call-in number, or you can email me at lisawillette at comcast.net, questions ahead of time. And um, looking forward to a great show with Pat and Bryce from Illuminating You on Totem Animals. So stay tuned, everybody. Um, I hope that everybody has a great weekend coming up. I hope that you got something out of today's show for the uh, for the personal matchmaking. If this is something, oh, you know what? I know we didn't get to this. I um, well, I hope that if you're out there looking for hoping to attract your soulmate, um, definitely get in touch with with Elaine. And if you are not in the local area, um, you know. 
if you're out, if you're calling from another country or out of state, and obviously Elaine can't help help you out, maybe she knows somebody in in another state that you know she could refer to you or something. So feel free to get in contact, and hopefully you'll be stopping in to see her. If you have any questions, check out my website www.lisawillette.com. And everybody, TGIF, happy Friday. Thank you for listening to Empowering Your Soul. Please be sure to join Lisa Willette for another engaging program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This week, stop feeling imprisoned and start being empowered. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.